Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 158 of the Rise and Shine podcast. And listen, it's the interview that is sweeping the nation. Aaron Rodgers, a world exclusive from Shine on Sports on Man Dog Sports Radio. 30 minutes of absolute gold. If you're a fan of the Jets, you're going to be inspired. If you're a fan of the Mets, you're going to absolutely love it. If you're a fan of the Green Bay Packers, I hope you appreciate how much he wanted to stay in Green Bay. And man, I still can't believe they drafted Jordan Love. This is incredible. We get into The Sopranos. We get into Taylor Swift. We get into Carbone. It is an incredible spot that is going to energize Jets Nation. Listen, that's why we have to drop a bonus episode. Our executive producer, Bob Stu, diehard Jets fan. He's been pumping his fist ever since we taped this on Wednesday afternoon. Here it is, without further ado, Aaron Rodgers, a bonus episode of the Rise and Shine podcast. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Friend of the program, the star quarterback of the New York Jets, my guy Aaron Rodgers, who's nice enough to give us a few minutes live in line. Aaron, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing great, buddy. Thanks for having me back on. It is so great to have you back on, and officially, welcome to New York. And listen, you sound great in terms of the post, in terms of the press conferences. You look great. You look happy. You look rejuvenated. What makes this the perfect next chapter for you and your incredible career? What is making you, Aaron, so fired up and so happy? Well, I think change is always difficult, but if you can lean into it, uh, there can be a lot of really beautiful things on the other side. And, and I had an incredible chapter in Green Bay, and... Now I'm starting a new one in in New York, New Jersey, and it's just a perfect marriage of, you know, an offense that I know, you know, offensive coordinator I have a lot of love and respect for, a few common teammates, and then the beauty in all the new relationships you get to form with these new teammates and get to know them and let them get to know you and your style and, and the way you play and the way you lead and 
that's kind of what wakes me up in the morning is is uh, what conversation is going to come up today that's going to be fun. What new kind of new scheme we can we can teach these uh, these guys, and then what can you learn about your teammates today? And you can certainly see that in the practices and feel that in the commentary and. You know, having Nathaniel Hackett, I know how important that is to you and the special relationship that you guys have and the offense that he runs. You know, you've made the point to me through the years when we've talked before a season that you think eight to ten teams realistically can win a Super Bowl. Robert Salah told the press this week that he looks at it as six to eights with the Jets absolutely being in that mix. I've been saying since the trade, I'll just give you some names off the top of my head, not in any order. Jets, Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Niners, Philadelphia Eagles, to me, the six best teams draw a line when I take a look at teams that can win the Super Bowl this year. Do you agree with that? And how would you define success your first year with the Jets? Well, I mean, I think there's been a lot of conversation around success uh, as we watch the NBA playoffs. Some interesting answers have been shared. One by uh, Giannis uh, of of the Bucks that I'm associated with, and I, I did appreciate his answer. But um, you know, I was traded here with the idea that there's a team in place that can win a championship. And you know, being an older player, that's that's what you want to do. You want to add to your legacy, and, and championships obviously really add to your legacy. So I've always said I think there's eight to ten. I think the six you mentioned. Uh, are all in the conversation. I think there's probably some other ones that that deserve some uh, some love as well. Um, you know, the AFC, you have the six you mentioned, four of those are AFC teams. Um, obviously very strong. You have the reigning Super Bowl champs uh, in our conference now and, you know, one of the best players in the league in, in Patty. Um, and then obviously the Bengals had a great run the previous year. They got a great football team. In our division, I think there's four really good teams. Um, we get to see kind of where we stack up in the first game of the year against my buddy Josh and the Buffalo Bills, which would be a fun way to start the season. You've been out and about in New York City, which I absolutely love. And Carbone is on my top four in terms of restaurants, so I smiled. My wife and I smiled when you went to Carbone. I love that you went to the Knicks games and the Rangers games. There's something different special about a postseason event, especially when the New York fans believe they have a winning team and one that can be special and advance in, in the postseason. Can you go there mentally? Do you even know what it would mean to the Jets fan, Jets nation, for you to deliver the Jets a championship their first since Broadway, Joe? I think you have to. I think you have to, to take your mind there so you can start to understand uh, the manifestation of these dreams and thoughts. And Coincidentally enough, last night I was watching the, a 30 for 30 on the 86 Mets. Oh, I yes! Kevin Mitchell fan. I was always a big Kevin Mitchell fan growing up. He was a giant and had a big year in 1989 where he hit uh, like 47 home runs and drove in 125 and and that team of him and Will Clark and Robbie Thompson and Rick Russell and Candy Maldonado and Jose Uribe. I just loved that team, but I really loved Kevin Mitchell. And Kevin was on the 86 Mets. He was a rookie, and he had the, you know, the second hit of the inning and actually scored the tying run on 
the wild pitch when Mookie Wilson was at bat. But what the reason I'm telling the story is, you know, the, the Mets fans, many Mets fans are Jets fans. Um, obviously, the Jets, you know, used to be in Long Island and a ton of fans from uh, from that area. And you see just the reaction from the Mets fans uh, was so incredible uh, during that time. And many people don't know the entire story, but they were down three to two and came back in that last game and were able to pull it off down two runs in, in extra innings in the tenth there on the Buckner air, which actually put them ahead to win the game 6-5, and then came back in the 7th and won to win the World Series. But just the reaction from the fans was so classic. Uh, and just you realize how special it would be to win a championship anywhere, obviously, but I think especially here in, in New York with a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in 12 years and obviously hasn't, hasn't been back to the Super Bowl since Broadway, Joe. Listen, of all the things you could have watched, that was the one. Because, and listen, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. Never disliked the Mets. I, I just was obsessed with baseball. Still am growing up. I mean, that 86 Met team, iconic. They would kick ass, take names. They owned the city the way that they did it. What, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. On the heels of that question, what made you decide to watch that 30 for 30? Well, I was just kind of scrolling. It came across the picture, and I, I going to be on, and I was kind of winding down, and and it was a two-parter. So yeah, uh, so it, there's just such great uh, characters on that team, you know, uh, Dystra and yep. Keith Hernandez and Gary Carter and Ray Knight and. Mookie Wilson and all these different guys, and I, don't know, I was just—I'd I'd actually seen parts of it before. I've never seen the whole thing, and I just kind of got into it. You know, being now here in Jersey in New York, it, it kind of means even more to me now watching that. Aaron Rodgers, of course, our quarterback with the New York Jets, with Adam Shine, Channel on Sports, Sirius XM, Mad Dog Sports Radio. Aaron, we talk about you looking great, sounding great, you know, feeling the positive vibes, thinking Super Bowl, everything with the Jets. Is it possible, because this is how I see it, and we've had these conversations before seasons in the past, is it possible to be both rejuvenated and simultaneously have a chip on your shoulder with how things ended in Green Bay? Oh, you know, I think, I think yes, for sure, but... I'm not going to make too much of that chip. You know, I don't, I don't have any resentment or bitterness. I have nothing but gratitude for my time there and a lot of love for so many people in the organization there and still have talked to and heard from so many of those guys who who still work there. And I just I have nothing but love for my time there. So there's, there's no chip from that. I think as you get older, you know, I use that chip from, you know, being drafted a lot lower than I thought I should have been. I use that, you know. I think I use that up. I ate that bag, a bag of chips there. <laughs> but then you, you just you find new ways to to motivate yourself, and, and you know I think that's the that's the beauty of of sports is uh, that you can be inspired by so many people around you, great players, great people, great work ethics, great preparation. But the motivation has to come from within, and, and I think you got to have that deep, deep self-motivation uh, on the days where it doesn't feel great or you're hurting or you're tired or whatever it is to dig deep and 
and to to give more and to kind of keep pushing the end of your what, what you think in your mind is your limit on your physical capabilities, your mental capabilities, your toughness, your grit, your focus, your preparation, all those things. And, and I think this is it's all part of uh, you know trying to continue to play at a high level uh, as long as you possibly can. And so that's enough motivation for me. Um, and I got got plenty of it. Still a lot left in the tank, and and this has just kind of been an extra energy boost every day to be around these guys and and to uh, get to know them and uh, and to just feel the excitement in the building, the excitement in the team, the excitement going out and about, whether it's in Jersey or in the city. And uh, I'm just uh, I couldn't be more excited. And I said it yesterday, the day before when I talked to the press. Um, you know, it's been like a dream. It really has, and I'm just enjoying every second. You mentioned some of your teammates who are energizing you. I had a chance in person to interview Garrett Wilson at the Super Bowl. My goodness. I mean, you want to talk about impressive. Super smarts. I love chopping it up with him. Love talking to him. Phenomenal player. I think that your chemistry with him could be absolutely incredible when you guys really get it down. I think Randall could help him. Obviously, Nathaniel. Obviously, Alan Lazard. What has stood out so far about Garrett Wilson? What kind of special receiver can he be for you instantly this season? Well, I think you, you hit it on the head there. I think you first got to start with the character. He's a really high-character guy. And, you know, the, the great ones I've been around at that position have all been super high-character guys. And, you know, I've, I've been around some really, really great ones. And he, you know, again, this is, you know, this is uh, – difficult to make this comparison because Devontae Adams to me is the best receiver in the league and it's not necessarily that close. I think there's a couple guys in the stratosphere, but he is he's the best. Um, but the way that he went about his business, Devontae, and continues to, the professionalism, the swagger, the confidence, the attention to detail in his work at the preparation to pass on uh, to Garrett just to, just to let him know what the standard is. But uh, Garrett naturally does a lot of those things. He has great work. He's got a great work ethic. He's got very good practice habits. He's incredibly gifted. He has incredible uh, lateral quickness, and he also, you know, runs in the four threes and the forties. So he's got all the skill sets. He's definitely a little smaller than Devontae was. But I think there's some room to put some weight on. But he's so shifty and dynamic with the ball in his hands. He's got a chance to be a really, really good player in this league. And, and I'm excited to be here for, uh, for to help him with part of that development. But he doesn't need a whole lot of help. He just needs to keep on doing what he's doing and, and grow and learn and and just keep on bettering himself. But he's got a really, really bright future. And above all that, most importantly, just like the Jordy Nelsons of the world and the Randall Cobbs of the world and Devontae Adams and James Jones of the world, he is a very high, high-character guy. And you need your best players to be your best people. And he definitely is one of them. And putting him in that category in terms of character with those four guys that you mentioned, knowing the respect level you have for those guys and what they did for you in Green Bay, that that's pretty impressive company and that, that makes a lot of sense in, in getting to know Garrett a little bit. Now on Tuesday, there was a big conversation about your calf. I mean, to me, it was late May. It was OTAs. I mean, you know, I watch Get Up. I love Mike Greenberg. That's my guy. I thought he was going to have a heart attack on television on, on Wednesday. Very concerned about your calf. What can you tell America, Jets Nation, Mike Greenberg, 
How's the calf? You okay? Yeah, just tell them all just relax a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a little, I had a little stiffness, a little tightness, and just decided it wasn't worth it to uh, to push it at all. But but I'll be back out there pretty soon. Um, you know, it's a different type of training at times here, uh, which is great. I mean, I love our strength coach and, and staff, and the performance staff are great. I'm um, doing some things I haven't done in 19 years. Um, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I just kind of tweaked it a little bit, but I'm fine. I'll, I'll probably, uh, if I'm not out there uh, today, I'll be out there um, next week. And, and uh, like I said, it's a, it's a nothing a nothing deal. I just thought it was best to, uh, to not push it. You know, I never try to get too worked up about OTAs or mini camps, you know, for a variety of please reasons. Don't. Yes, please don't. Yeah, no, no, and and I don't, never have, never will. But in terms of this season for you, right? And you say please don't. That's that's great. Why was this the right thing for you to be here, be omnipresent? You know, obviously for you, you know, you have to learn where the facility is and get a routine down and new training staff, as you mentioned. Why was this the right thing for you this time, this offseason? Well, I think that, you know, although I knew the offense, know the offense as well as anybody, uh, it's important that they, the guys feel my cadence and my energy and the way I lead and the way I approach things at practice and, and go about my business. And then, you know, there's guys to get to know. There's all the other off-the-field stuff, you know, finding a place to live and finding – you know, kind of your setup with your weekly stuff, you know, making sure I got, you know, people to take care of me, you know, during my time off, you know, massage, massage person, you know, acupuncture, body work, all different things. Just getting your kind of your infrastructure in place was something I felt like I need to be here. Obviously, I need to find a place to live, and and uh, those off-the-field things are very important. And then, you know, just being there with the guys, getting to know them, and, I was in one place for 18 years. There was a lot of, a lot of uh, the same, you know, the same type of people. I was around same offense for 13, uh, 14 years, basically, and then you know, four years of a different offense. Um, you know, I have a great setup out west with uh, incredible trainer and body work people. So I definitely miss being out there with those guys. But it was just the right thing to do for me this year to be. Uh, to be here to get to know the, the great folks uh, at one Jets drive and kind of kind of just uh, ingratiate myself into the culture out here in the city. Now, you said you are a big fan of, of Jersey Shore. Now, you know, I've talked to you about TV and movies and sports, you know, in addition to, you know, the Packers in the past. And usually we're on the same page, not so much with, with Jersey Shore. But it did beg a couple of follow-up questions. Sopranos? Were you a Soprano fan? Bon Jovi, Springsteen. Where do you stand on those in terms of Jersey culture? I love the boss. I love Bon Jovi. Uh, I never really got into Sopranos, which is crazy because I've watched all the other mob movies, you know, Godfather, Casino, Goodfellas, on and on. Never really got into Sopranos, though. Wow. Is that just coincidence? Did you try it? You didn't like it? Will you try it again? I would try it. I'd be up for trying it for sure. I just, I'm kind of a one show at a time type of guy. And I think there was, I mean, that was the time, I guess, 
I feel like Lost was going on maybe yeah, during that time, yeah. and Entourage and some yeah. other things. So I'm kind of a one-show-at-a-time type of guy, so I just didn't have the time. I, like I said, I don't watch a lot of TV. I, don't, I just didn't have the time to kind of binge that uh, show, but I mean, I, I bet I'd love it because it's one of the iconic shows of our, of our generation. All right, I think you could do that, but between now and training camp, I th- can can we get some kind of commitment on Sopranos before now and the start of training camp? I'll give you a, a strong maybe that I'll that I'll get into that. Strong maybe. Listen, he did the eighty-six match thirty for thirty. I think that's good enough. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going to be your next <laughs> New York City event? I mean, you hit Carbone, which was incredible. If we were having this conversation a week before, I mean, I would have invited you to my, my daughter's bat mitzvah in Westchester, which was a tremendous party. I mean, you're going to go to a Yankee game, Met game, Jersey Shore. What, what's next? Something big, something small that you want to do, a museum? What, what's next for Aaron Rodgers in New York, New Jersey? Well, in no particular order, definitely Mets and Yankees game, Broadway show. Yes. Um, Taylor Swift concert. Are you going uh, to Taylor Swift this weekend? Oh, for sure. Of course. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, now, bad. are you a Swifty or that's just an event? I mean, listen, I got a 14, no, I got no, a 15 a, year old a, and a 12 a year old daughter. I mean, they're obsessed. I love Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. So you're going to be there this weekend. Now, who, who do you go to Taylor Swift with? I got some friends who are also big fans who are. Kind of in my age group, so <laughs> we're <gonna> go together. <laughs> All right, so I and I interrupted you. So you got Taylor Swift, you got Broadway, you got Mets, Yankees. That's a great start. What else is on the list? I think that's a good start. I don't. I need some more recommendations. My teammates, there's a couple guys who are self-proclaimed foodies who give me some ideas. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a good start for me. 
Sushi of Gary is my favorite sushi place in, in New York City. I, I'm just telling you. It's, there's three locations. It's fantastic. It's tiny. Actually, you remember Dustin Keller who played for the Jets? He recommended it to me a lifetime ago, and it's fantastic. Put that on the list. I'm telling you. Sushi of Gari in the city is fantastic. I will. It's on the list. All right. Last one I have for you. You referenced Giannis. It's funny. I I had it on the list. I'm like, this is the perfect topic for Aaron Rodgers. I honestly, and I love Giannis, I vehemently disagreed with what he said. How did you interpret what Giannis Antetokounmpo said about disappointments and sports? I think... You know, I've said it in the past uh, that I don't necessarily believe that success is uh, and failure are binary. That I think that there's a lot more that goes into it. Um, you know, there's times where you play your best and you don't win, and I think that's part of being a great competitor is realizing that it's the first success is showing up and doing your best and balling as, be- as as good as you can and understanding that it's not always going to be good enough. Um, however, we're judged by our record and our championships, our wins and losses. So there's an interesting dichotomy between what it means to be a true competitor and to lay it on the line time after time and to, uh, you know, to come up short in, in, a, in a game and realize that you didn't win that. So, it's you know, it's an interesting conversation. I really, uh, you know, have a lot of love and appreciation for Giannis and what he's brought to the team and the city and his commitment uh, over the years and the way he's improved his body and improved his shot, MVP, and won a championship. Um, but, you know, when you do that, you set the standard that that's the standard every single year, which is exactly how every great competitor wants it. But when that's the standard and you come up short, it's, you know, can't be truly a successful season uh, uh, because the goal is to win it all every year. Without question. All right, one final one for you that I just have on my notes. Misconception of Aaron Rodgers the last couple of years. You know, I, and I felt like doing live sports radio on the show, you know, I sometimes had to fight people off. Aaron... Aaron cares about Aaron. Aaron's going to do his thing. I think maybe the last couple of years, you solely wanting to win championships and wanting more than anything else at the time to finish in Green Bay, it kind of all got lost in the shuffle, lost in the sauce, starting when they drafted Jordan Love. Do you think the last couple of years there was a misconception of you at the end in Green Bay? I mean, probably because, you know, there's a lot of conversation that gets filled in in the gaps when when not everything is shared. And the majority of it was not factual. Uh, even some of the things that were said about uh, how it went down at the end of my time, the last, uh, you know, you know, five, six weeks ago was not true. So um, there's, you know, there's always going to be storylines out there and some you like to try and set that straight and some you just let kind of let kind of be but I definitely uh, care about winning championships and that was you know a big focus for me the other focus was leaving the place better than I found it and I didn't think I was going to actually ever leave the place but I wanted to 
to help further and foster a culture of uh, doing things uh, the right way all the time. And that was some of the, you know, conversations that we got into was about let's just do things, you know, maybe there's a maybe there's a different way of doing things. Um, uh, you know, at the same time, like I mentioned about my off-season stuff, you know, me being able to spend time in California was a way to get to, to get myself in the best headspace uh, and also get my body in the best physical space. And people maybe didn't quite understand that because there's kind of a misconception of what the point of the off-season is and who it's actually for. Um, uh, so, you know, there's been some silly storylines out there that are really not based in fact. I think, you know, the people who have gotten to see me on the McAfee show definitely see, uh, you know, pretty much what I'm all about. Uh, there's not a whole lot that's held back. It's kind of shoot from the hip stuff. And some people like it. Some people don't. It's not for everybody. Not everybody is into plant medicine. Not everybody's into reading books. Everybody <laughs> maybe likes it that I say the occasional colorful metaphor, but that's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm, I care more about, you know, being respected, especially by my teammates and liked, you know, obviously I think every, every great leader, that needs to be the focus. If you're worried about being liked or being respected, you're never going to stand for anything and, and you're not going to get respected. If you want to be respected, more people are going to like you and, and appreciate you because you have those boundaries. You have those things that you truly, truly believe in and they're willing to stand up for. And to me, that's that's always been the most important thing. What am I willing to lay it on the line for? What am I willing to stand up for? You know, my personal freedoms and rights and my belief system. And if you like it, great. If you don't, that's fine, too. What were some of those misconceptions over the last five weeks that maybe you can clarify or clean up for us? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't need to feel like I need to really get way back into them. I just think that there was, you know, there was an article written about timeline of how things went down, and it just wasn't really based in, in fact. Um, you know, I've talked about, you know, little things about it, uh, you know, the, the communication uh, that, did or did not go on and and that again was not represented factually either so but i don't feel like i need to keep going down that way obviously there's a story that wants to be told on one side and then there's the you know the facts of what actually happened on the other and and, uh, i'll just kind of let that be all right so i'll leave you with with this then taylor swift favorite song just because my do you have one my my girls are going to ask me and if i don't ask the question i'm going to be in trouble later it's it's tough. It's it's really tough. Um, I think uh, my favorite album is Folklore. My favorite song off that album is probably August. And my favorite music video is I Bet You Think About Me, which came out um, recently, like a year ago or so. I That's think. That's a great and one. A couple a couple of my friends were uh, Miles Teller and his wife were in it. Um, uh, Miles and Kelly were in it, and so I, I mean, I know them, love them, and uh, I love that music video. So, but 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 folklore is probably my favorite album, and, and like I said, August is probably my favorite song off of that album. Aaron, you're the best. I always appreciate everything. I know the audience does as well. Always appreciate the time on the show, and 
listen, I just think it's amazing you're in New York, a great opportunity. Love what you have to say about feeling that energy with the Jets and their fans and watching the 86 Mets and knowing that could be you and your teammates and this organization. So I'm rooting for you. It's going to be an unbelievable season. And keep up the great work, and we appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Yeah, buddy. Thanks as always, and we'll talk to you during the season. You got it. Aaron Rodgers, star quarterback, New York Jets. It's time for texts from Jack Shine. All right, Bob Stu, you're a diehard fan of the Jets. You're going to be inspired by the text from Jack Shine. Ultra brilliantly job done by you. You and Aaron, special. Congratulations with an emoji I'm showing at the Bob in studio of a balloon. A congratulatory balloon. Then he writes, you might have to buy Theo Shine a Rogers 8 jersey. I know he's a Bills fan. Poppy's Jets. My dad's not a Jets fan. Poppy's Jets are winning the Super Bowl this year. Bob, if you're a Jets fan, those are the expectations that at some point this year or next year, your Jets with Aaron Rodgers, and you heard it during the course of the interview, going to win the Super Bowl. What an exciting time for Jets Nation. Love what he had to say about Garrett Wilson. Love what he had to say about being in New York. And I do believe that over the next couple of years, yes, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are winning a championship. Poppy's going to be thrilled. Rise and Shine is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more, please give a five-star rating, leave a review, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. Sirius XM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.